welcome to week three of the Compound Trading Podcast. And of course, I am your host, Matt. This week, we are jumping into a conversation with Todd, a trader who is part of the Compound Trading team, both in the chat room and who utilizes some of the services that we offer here at Compound. The conversation that we have is actually pretty interesting, and I know I got a good amount out of it. We talk about how Todd is able to leverage the information that Compound provides, both in the chat room and the alert services, to his benefit, and how he was able to take himself from an actually pretty good trader to now a consistently green, consistently winning trader day in and day out. As always, I will see you guys on the other side. All right, so on today's show, we have Todd joining us. Todd, thanks again for uh, carving out some time out of your busy schedule and uh, joining us here on what is actually a Saturday morning. So thanks again for doing that. So Todd came to Compound as you know someone who is already a trader, um, and we're going to dig into that a little bit further, but has actually used Compound not for the logarithm side, but actually for the swing trading side and the, uh, the swing trading alerts. So Todd, how, how are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? I am doing well, thank you. So, you know, before we kind of unpack things and, and get into the nitty gritty, um, I'm just kind of curious. How, how did you start your trading journey? You know, were you someone who has been interested in finance and came from a financial background, working at an institution or a finance degree in college, or was it just something that you kind of stumbled into? How how did you actually become uh, an active or a semi-active trader? Kind of stumbled into it. Um, I've been interested in stocks my whole life, pretty much. Uh, I grew up in a pretty wealthy family, and uh, so, of course, you know a lot of wealthy people. And, uh, uh, I mean, I've always been more of a growth stock person in my early years, so I would just look for stocks with long-term growth and invest that way. Uh Um, I fell into day trading maybe... I'd say about seven years ago, I got really interested in it. So I started studying, uh, reading books, getting on YouTube. Uh, uh, I mean, I found Day Trader Rockstar, which he had a free room at the time. So I would get on and watch him for about two or three years. And, and I mean, I learned a lot of small things like that. But then um, I started picking up more uh more books on like uh, the analytic part of trading, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I started really getting interested in moving averages. Um, I mean uh, the trends, uh, all that stuff. Um, and then uh, I guess what brought me on to Kurt's room, uh, I, I was on. Uh, I was YouTube and everything, and uh, I mean, I've seen how most of the rooms BS you, and they're just uh, there to take your money. Well, um, I read a book on uh, candlesticks. Uh, it was a, a Japanese candlestick book, and uh, I uh, I was like really interested in it. So uh, I mean, I read it from front to back, and maybe like. Two three days, maybe the quickest I've ever read a book in my entire life. <laughs> so, uh, so then I was, uh, I, I found some of Kurt's uh, videos on um, on StockTwit. So uh, I found out about him on StockTwit, and then I started looking up his videos on YouTube, and uh, I was like, wow, this guy's a candlestick guy. So I was like, uh, I mean, right away, I mean, I was in love with this type of trading right away. Mm-hmm. I knew. It for me that's, and, uh, 
Yeah, that, that's funny that you say that you read a book on uh, Japanese candlesticks. I think one of the first investing books that I read was Candlesticks for Dummies. <laughs> back in, that probably dates me, but uh, back in whatever that was, the 90s. That's that's pretty funny. So um, I kind of want to back up a little bit um, okay. on your progression. So, you know, you've always been interested in, in trading and um, obviously, you know, growing up around money and wealth, you understand how to how to grow money and how to compound gains is uh, is probably something that you've been familiar with. But what what kind of flipped that switch in your mind and, and caused you to go from, hey, I want to be a long term growth investor and what a lot of people would think about, you know, as a traditional type investor to I want to go from being a traditional investor to a more active investor, an active trader. What, what caused you to make the jump from long term to more short term? Once I started reading books on analysis, I started realizing, like, you know, how the trends change and stuff like that. Um, I, I started realizing, wow, I mean, in, in a short amount of time, I was like, you can make a whole lot of money in a short amount of time following trends like this if you use stop losses and play it right. Sure. Okay, so it really was a motivation to compound your gains quicker to right. be, be more active and and. That opened up the door to, you know, you jumped into the technicals. And, and did that kind of fuel your fire, so to speak, and say, hey, this is this is also something that interests me over and above just making money. I kind of like the technical analysis side. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, once I, once I started reading more of the charts and, and patterns and stuff, I, I mean, I probably picked up 20, 20 different books on eBay. And, I mean, I'd say I really only learned from probably – three of them, uh-huh. but there at least, you know, three of them like really stuck out to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I could really be onto something here. That, that's awesome. So at that point, you then became more active and you also mentioned, you know, watching some YouTube videos and that kind of fun stuff. And, you know, I yeah. think it's, it's funny, you know, I, I kind of equate the financial side of things to the fitness and health side of things, because it seems like there's a lot of people out there selling snake oil and selling books, how to get rich on options. And, you know, you can go out to YouTube and say, you can watch some dude who you have no clue who he is telling you how to make a million bucks, but you just don't know. He he blew up his account last year, you know? So (laughs) it's kind of funny. Um, Did you find a lot of that? You know, you, you mentioned going into some other rooms, day trader rockstar had a free room. That was actually pretty popular a few years ago. Like you mentioned, did you run into a lot of that? Just a bunch of random stuff that you know maybe didn't really help you as much as you had hoped, or did you actually pick up quite a bit of information just kind of stumbling around YouTube and stock twits? Most of the most of the YouTube stuff's all random. I mean, I'd say the majority of it's all random, and it, and most of it most of it didn't help. I mean, the gappers. There were some good videos on gappers that I learned that probably helped, but. Um, I'd say 90 to 95% of them are all BS. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you probably went through, you know, pretty similar process to a lot of us, right? If we're kind of out oh, there trying to find our sea legs and say, okay, well, I don't know exactly what I'm doing here, but I know that I'm interested in it. I can do some technicals. So it sounds like you kind of went from a long-term approach to a swing approach to maybe doing some, you know, really quick momentum day trade type stuff. And kind yeah. of tried the tried the whole gambit. Is that is that right? Yeah, and that, that was exactly how it went, pretty much. And so, where where did that leave you? I not you know before you came to compound and started trading with that room. I guess where did that leave you? Was that were you still kind of trying a bevy of different approaches, or did you kind of narrow your focus and say, hey, this is something that I'm good at. I'm going to 
just focus on medium-term swings or day trades only? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I like the term to have. Uh, you know, they always say don't have your nest eggs in one basket. Uh-huh. You'll end up with some broken eggs. So, yeah. So, I like, I like to use a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm trying – Right now, I'm trying to build my growth stocks, so like the stocks that I'm going to keep on adding to and like keeping my portfolio. And uh, uh, then, like my next my next main approach is going to be to start day trading a lot more, and then uh, and then turn some of those day trades into swing trades once I get a lot more money built up into my account. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. Like I said, that's that's pretty typical and. I think that's a good approach because a lot of traders, you know, we see all these different instruments. And, and if you pick up, you know, a how to how to trade book, it might be on options, it might be on futures, it might be commodities, you know, it might be swing trading. Um, so I think that is is fairly wise to you know try to take one at a time. So you're you're not yeah. a not a master of none type approach. Um, yeah. How has coming to Compound and trading in that room? How how has that changed your your approach and your your process? Well, well, in the middle, in the in the middle of doing a lot of that, um, coming to compound, I, I put some day trades on the table, and uh-huh. uh, I've actually done pretty good. I've done uh, pr- pretty decent, uh, and uh, like some of the plays he does, I would have never thought to do to do them like that. Like you know, uh, like when uh, your candle falls below the other candle, that's pretty much your stop out. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would never thought of, thought of it like that before. But now it's now like when that candle goes above the 200 moving average, that's your entry. You want to enter there. And then, I mean, I, just, I never thought of it like that before. Yeah, that that's kind of interesting. I think what you're trying to say, and, and again, this is something that all of us struggled with and I certainly struggle with, is you know, you, you have a, a good idea for a trade or you see a stock moving, maybe it's you know, fifteen minutes after the opening bell and you see something moving, you say, All right, well I want to get in on this momentum but you don't really have any kind of rules or trading process set up to how to deal with that, right? You say, all right, well, this this stock's going. I want to get in, but where do I get in? Where do I get out? Where do I stop out? Which is, you know, almost the most important thing in trading just to protect your capital. So I, kind of what you're explaining is, you know, it, it helped you come up with a, a trading process and kind of a rules-based trading approach. Is, is, am yeah. I on the right track there? Yeah, and, uh, and also I learned um... – I guess I learned more about the chart approach too, like the five minutes and the third. I was really confused between how to use the five minute, the one minute, the thirty minute, and how to use them all together. Uh huh. As far as like time frames, like you know, you, you could use a thirty minute chart to trade a little bit longer. I mean, depending on how the chart's looking, I, I was really confused on all that at first, but uh, but then it just it started clicking. Awesome. So, so you're, what you're explaining is, you know, moving two different uh, time time charts, right? Moving from a yeah. one hour to a thirty minute to a five minute, trading multiple time frames, which I agree is is very important, and it does allow you to process a lot of information quickly if you can yeah. scan through those different um, different charts. And why why do you think it helps inside the compound trading room as opposed to the other avenues that you are getting information, whether it's you know reading the same type of stuff in a book? or watching YouTube videos, because surely I, 
running across one of those 30 books that you read, I'm sure they talked about multiple time frames and different yeah. moving averages. Why, why do you think it was so much better actually seeing that live? Seeing, seeing it live, I mean, it's like 100 times better because seeing it on the book, you can't gauge anything. I mean, seeing it live, you can really gauge into what he's doing. And, I mean, it's like you see a candle falling, and, and then he's like, okay, well, uh, uh, I'm going to get out right here because it just went under the VVAT, and uh, it's right below the other candle, so that's where he's getting out, and it, it's just, it just all makes sense. Sure, so actually somebody to kind of walk you through real time what that looks like. Is, yes. You know, I, and I agree, you know, like you said, re reading a book, it's all fun and games. You know, we can obviously pull up a chart and have it say whatever we want, you know, in hindsight, right? Hindsight trading so, is the easiest thing to do. And there's a lot of people out there on Twitter and stock twits that, right. you know, if you watch their, uh, their streams, they're the best hindsight traders ever, but you don't actually know what the heck they're doing. Um, but I certainly would agree with that. And that is very interesting how that helps drive home the point of how to actually exit and enter these trades um, as well. So had you ever in the past been able to actually work with someone that was like a mentorship or anything like that, that to actually explain these types of, of situations or were you like many of us where you're just kind of on your own trying to glean information from wherever you on, could? I was on my own. I mean, I had friends whose parents were rich and like they told me, you know, their parents were rich pretty much from stocks and, uh -huh. uh, and stuff like that. And, um, uh, I mean, I had one guy tell me his dad had a, he had a normal job like me and he said, you know, my dad, he probably invested 60% of his paycheck into stocks every single week and eventually he got to where he didn't have to work anymore. And, uh, I mean, uh, I'm not really lazy, but I always look for the better opportunity. You know, I've sure. always, I've always wanted more out there. So, so I'm like, no, I think stocks are more for me. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't call that lazy, Todd. I think you're efficient, right? You, you you just don't want to work any harder than you have to. Right, which, right. Which, more determined, more determined. Exactly. And I, and I would argue, argue that it's, you know, it's detrimental to work any harder than you have to because you might as well be getting as much juice from the squeeze as possible, right? Right. And so, you know, kind of moving through this trading journey, obviously we're seven years down the road and we're kind of getting the hang of it, like you said, and you're, you're really feeling like you're grasping the concepts is that really the ultimate goal for you is to say hey i'm going to quit this other full-time job and i want to move into trading full-time yeah yeah that is my that is my actual goal i mean i i'm actually in january like right now i'm slowly building my account but in january i'm going to do a big no-no and i mean i'm taking out my 401k and putting a whole lot of money in my account <laughs> so i can't have more to day trade with but but that has been my goal for a while, so I mean, I kind of I know what I'm doing. Awesome. So at this point, it, it sounds like you're consistently profitable. Is that right? Yeah. Awesome. Hey, well, well done on that first and foremost. And um, when, when did that that switch kind of flip for you, and you went from you know maybe some wins, maybe some losses, just kind of grinding it out to consistently profitable week over week, month over month? When when did that happen? I'd say maybe about. Two weeks after being in compound trading. Okay, wow. So is that is that quick? You're you're early. Uh, you're making the sell for me here. I didn't think it was going to be that drastic. And so within two weeks, and obviously, you know, Todd, I don't want to short any of the work that, that you did beforehand because obviously you came to us very well seasoned and you knew what was going on. But it was yeah, just kind of a quick learner. I mean, I I made a few notes at first that sure. I wasn't, you know, 
I wasn't really thinking that. <laughs> hey, we all we all have say no more, and I think anybody listening to this can probably think of a couple that are coming to their head pretty quickly. So there's nothing yeah. nothing wrong with that. But really, you know, from I guess what I'm hearing, it was kind of the last piece of the puzzle, right? You had you knew what you needed to do more or less. You had you had the technical ability more or less, but it was just kind of putting it all together on a consistent right. basis. Right. And yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense because I think a lot of traders, you know, even the traders that are losing money and I'm just, you know, going back to when, when I lost money consistently, I wasn't losing every trade there. I was, I was winning trades and I was, you know, buying large thought I was doing what I should be doing, but it was always those losses that one or two a week or one or two a month for me, right. that would just kill me. Right. You'd be cruising along consistently grinding it out. And then you'd have that one loss that would just cripple right. you. And I, yeah, and the funny, funny thing is for me, well, one thing I did learn quick in the room was about charts. Like, like I never had a trading view account or anything like that, and uh, I didn't really know. I knew, I knew about the RSI, squeeze momentum, MACD, but uh, I didn't know how well they all work together. Mm -hmm. So, um, my, I, I guess my first mistake, which helped me, was uh, I gave him a. Uh, I gave him a real crappy chart. I was talking about stock, and uh, so he kind of went on to a rant about how crappy that chart was. But it really helped me because I started focusing, like, really, really hard on it, like, you know, after that. And it's like, now it's like when I do look for stuff, I know exactly what to look for, and I see nothing but good charts now. Yeah. That's awesome, and that's uh, you know that's even refreshing for someone like me to hear because you know developing a trade team it really makes you kind of kind of keep on the balls of your feet right and make sure that you're on your game and you're not bringing garbage to the table and you're actually doing your due diligence and doing your homework. Um, but it's nice to also have a second set of eyes for everyone in the room because that chart that you brought in, if you were just out there floating along by yourself and didn't have anybody to bounce that chart off of, you might have said, hey, this looks pretty good to me. I'm going to justify why I should get in this trade. I'm going to take it, right? right. But, yeah. you know, being in a, a group like Compound or otherwise, anybody else, you know, that actually gives you kind of a backstop to, you know, it's a non-starter for you. You don't have to go through that heartache trying to enter a trade that you know you're almost destined to fail. Right, right. Yeah, and that's, you know, that, that's very reaffirming. Like I said, that helps, I think that helps everybody in that we all, even if you're 30 years down the road and you're making a ton of money, you know, you still have to stay consistent to your trading process and to your rules-based approach. And honestly, after that, I guess that's when I really did start picking up my trading and started doing good because I, I, I played a couple of trades like that where the charts were perfect and I was like, holy shit, I'm actually making money on it. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier when you're actually taking setups that are there instead of trying to justify why to take whatever right. chart you pull up, right? Right. Yeah, that, that's funny. And like I said, that's a great reminder for everybody out there. You know, if, if you are trying to justify why you should take a setup, you know, forcing trades is uh, is a surefire way to put yourself in a bad bad spot. That's for sure. And the setups are out there. I mean, you just gotta you just gotta look. I mean, you, yeah, you gotta gotta take the time to look them out because they're not just gonna fall on your face. Right. All right. Well, I know uh, I know Todd, you are looking to get going. This is going to be kind of a short episode, but again, thanks for the time. Is there anything else that you uh, you want to add? Where can people find you online? Twitter handle, anything like that? Uh, I'm on Twitter as Todd350. I haven't really started uh, using it that much, but uh, I think I'm going to eventually start using it a lot more. And 
Uh, that's pretty much the only thing I really use. Okay, cool. I mean, I use it. I use it more for information to find stuff that's moving if I don't see anything. For sure, yeah. Twitter is uh is, is on some days I feel like it's my worst enemy, and some days I feel like it's my best friend. Right? There's no quicker way to get information, but there's no quicker way to dry yourself down a rabbit hole of useless information, or sometimes right. it's gonna dry you off track. Right? So a lot of it's useless. It's a it's a da- it's a dangerous setup, and especially you know for a situation like a lot of traders, we have to know what's going on all the time because something as stupid as Trump news or North Korea can sway the markets. But, yeah. Man, some days it just feels like you're uh, pulling teeth. You know, watching that stream all day, just seeing all the right. useless crap that flows by, trading or otherwise. Right. All right. Well, my friend, like I said, that's all I have for you. Thanks again. Have a great day. And, and again, congratulations on the trading journey. I know uh, seven years down the line is probably a little bit more further uh, further drawn out than you'd have hoped starting this, but you're profitable and you're going the right direction. And that's uh, that's great yeah. to hear. So well done. Yeah, and, and, you know, I have a crazy work schedule, but I hope to be on a lot more and. Uh... I, mean, I hope to eventually in the next couple months be able to start trading a lot more. That's nice. So thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure. And I'm sure we'll check in with you in the future. So uh, have a great day. I'll talk to you soon, Todd. Right. You too. Thank right. you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. And that is all for week three, folks. Next week, we are back at it with another trader who has used some of the tools that we offer in the room with quite a bit of success as well. We're going to talk their journey, what they are doing right, what they are doing wrong, and what us as traders can take away from their trial and error approach and become better traders for it. Hope all is well on your side of the screen. Again, my name is Matt for Compound Trading. I am out.